Hey friend, welcome to The Ashley O Show. My name is Ashley O'Connor and I started this podcast when I became a nurse because I wanted a space where I could be honest about my experience caring for others. I knew I couldn't be alone. I'm talking about the fear, the obstacles, the trauma, and the challenges of working insane shifts, learning more than I thought possible, witnessing the most heart-wrenching and the most beautiful moments in a life, and doing it all while trying to take care of myself. Everyone said it was impossible to be healthy as a caregiver and I just refused to accept that as a reality. Now, I am living as a registered nurse turned health, fitness, and career coach for my fellow nurses and caregivers who are trudging through the same mud, trying to solve the mystery of how to stay healthy in a world that is telling you to put yourself last. The Ashley O Show is a space where nurses and caregivers come together to understand that their identity extends beyond the humans that they care for, where the hardest workers in the room can have honest and authentic conversations about what is holding them back and the changes needed to move forward. I am here to help you fit nutrition, fitness, and self-care into a life built around 12-hour shifts. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's definitely going to be scary, but it's also going to be more beautiful than you ever imagined. So it's time we commit to putting ourselves first, chasing uncertainty, and building stronger lives, careers, bodies, and minds than we thought possible. I'm so glad that you're here and I cannot wait to see the ways in which we change the world. What's up, friend? Welcome back. I am so grateful to have you here as part of this community of nurses and healthcare workers who are trying to build lives that they love in and outside of the hospital environment. Today, I want to give you a quick bite-sized episode about a topic that has been on my mind for weeks and has been a strategy that I've been working on with a lot of my one-on-one clients. So I thought, you know what? This one needs to be shared with the community. So unless you've been living under a rock, then you've probably heard something about habits and routines, very popular topics within the social media space, but also just books, speakers, Everyone in between is talking about habits and routines because they are the foundation of our behaviors. They are the foundation of building a lifestyle that actually serves us more than it takes away. But here's the roadblock that I have been running into with many of the nurses that I work with one on one. So we will go through an ideal day for them. We'll identify the habits, the things that they are trying to work on, the behaviors they are attempting to change, and we'll build routines that are designed to serve them. But when it comes to implementation, that's where we hit the wall. And it's not the wall that I think most of us envision when it comes to establishing a new habit or building a routine. Because when most of us think of creating some new behavior in our lives, The biggest roadblock is usually like a lack of motivation or lack of consistency. We think that those are the issues when it comes to implementing a routine in a successful way. But in all actuality, the motivation and consistency are not the biggest roadblocks. It's actually that we're trying to do things too perfectly. It's the all or nothing thinking that is getting in the way of our ability to stay motivated and stay consistent. So let me break down what I mean by this. So oftentimes, someone will start to build, let's say, a morning routine. And in that morning routine, the ideal scenario looks like waking up at 5.30 in the morning, going and doing 20 minutes of journaling, doing a 15-minute meditation, drinking a warm lemon water, doing an hour-long workout, showering, getting ready for the day, and also doing some like lymphatic drainage facial massage before we put the makeup on, and then eating this perfectly balanced breakfast and getting on with their day, starting their workday 
perfectly fueled and having already completed their workout. So now that they've painted this picture and they have this idea of what their morning routine is, quote unquote, supposed to look like, they take that ideal version and they make it the only correct version of a morning routine. So the first couple days, they got all the motivation. They go to bed the right time the night before. They wake up at the right time. They're ready to go. They do the workout. They make the breakfast. They do all the things and they feel amazing. They're like, this is it. This is I'm finally doing the thing. But then a few days later, they wake up in the middle of the evening and they struggle to get back to sleep. So now they're not waking up at the same time as they normally would have to implement their perfect curated morning routine. So they're behind. They wake up frustrated. They wake up feeling like failures. And now they don't have time to do all the things. So now they sleep in even more. And now they're frustrated, feel like they failed. And guess what? You are far more likely to abandon that routine altogether if the only correct way to implement it is that one scenario that you've created. And what I described may not be what you're trying to implement. But even if the habit or routine that you are trying to establish is a more consistent movement routine, a lot of us will have a perfect version of what that routine looks like. The ideal version of success, which if we're talking about movement might be moving your body every single day, or it might be moving your body five days a week. And every time we don't hit that perfect version, we think that we have failed. And this kind of all or nothing thinking is exactly what holds us back. It's the reason you can't stay motivated and consistent because the only quote unquote right way to implement a new workout routine is to work out five days a week for an hour at a time. It doesn't count if you only do 20 minutes or if today you did a walk outside instead of running on the treadmill. We build these boundaries and walls around ourselves that are actually holding us back a lot more than they're helping. The reframe that I want you to start implementing is that we're going to redefine the criteria for success when it comes to your habits and routines. And the best way that I know to do this and what's been most successful for the nurses that I work with is that we create different versions of your routine based on your energy and what's going on for you. So here's what I mean. The ideal version might be that long, elaborate thing that I had outlined a couple minutes ago, right? The perfect morning routine when you wake up on time and you have all the energy and the time and space to do all the things that you want. So make the perfect breakfast and do the workout and get ready and journal and everything, right? That's the ideal morning routine. That's one version. But you also have a version if you don't get up on time, right? If you sleep in an hour more, you have identified some of the important things in your routine that make you feel good so that even on the days where you have a little less time or your circumstances are slightly different, you know that I can pick these handful of things. Maybe it's five of them or four of them from your morning routine list that you know give you the most bang for your buck. So if the ideal morning routine looked like an hour-long workout and 20 minutes of meditation and 15 minutes of journaling, the plan B is a 20-minute workout. It's five minutes of meditation and doing one page of journaling. 
And then we create a bare minimum routine that serves us on those days where we feel like we can't do anything at all, where you've maybe just rolled out of bed and you have almost no time before you have to get out the door. You're stressed. Maybe you were tossing and turning all night and got zero sleep. Maybe the kids had you up all night, whatever it is. The bare minimum version of our routine means that it at the very least serves our basic human needs so we don't neglect those and so that we can still check a box and say, I did my routine. It was just version C. So in our bare minimum version of our routine, rather than that balanced, perfectly home-cooked breakfast that we had in our ideal routine, we now have reached for a oatmeal packet that we just pour hot water in and a to-go protein drink that we can just grab and go when we're running out the door. But at least we have fueled our body in a way that is going to at least give us a little energy, right? In our bare minimum routine, rather than doing our full makeup and a long shower and everything else, it might be that we take a five-minute body shower and brush our hair for the day. It might mean that instead of doing 20 minutes of meditation, we just do three deep breaths before we walk out the door. It's picking and choosing a few essential items that will make us feel at least a little more human and mean that we did something for ourselves. Because once we create this framework, right, we have a version A, B, and C of our routines. This is an example of a morning routine, but this could be for your movement routine. This could be for your evening routine, whatever it is. The movement routine might be an hour-long workout is our ideal, but we have our version B, which is a 30-minute workout at the gym, and our version C, which is five minutes at home. But when we build this framework It means that we can actually be successful no matter what the external circumstances are. It means that we could actually be consistent for the long term because we have options of what success will look like. Because I want to just say, if you only did five minutes of working out five days a week because that's all you had the energy or time for in a year, That's 21 hours of movement that you would not have done if you had decided that 60 minutes was the only way that you could be successful. And by freeing up these boundaries, it means that having a 90-day streak of doing your morning routine becomes far more attainable because the threshold for success is so much lower. Because no matter what happened the night before or when we went to bed or anything else, we have a version of our routine that we can lean on to be successful. So I want you to try this this week. If you've been trying to establish a new habit in your life, a nutrition or movement or mental health routine for yourself, I want you to create three versions and I want you to give yourself grace. I want you to make that version C a bare minimum, whatever that means for you, and allow yourself to pick and choose from those versions depending on how you're feeling and establishing that that is success, regardless of which version you leaned on the most this week. And that's going to give us data too. If all week you leaned on your bare minimum version, maybe that means that our ideal version is just completely unrealistic for our lives. And now we could create a new framework that actually makes sense for us. But try this out. Use this and give yourself grace work with your life rather than against it. Sometimes we build these routines that just make no sense, especially for my nurses. Like we often will build these elaborate routines when we're trying to work 12 or 14 hour shifts and maybe working night shift. Those ideal routines were never meant for you. 
that actually isn't going to make sense for your lifestyle. So rather than constantly establishing these elaborate routines that we're never going to succeed at so that we constantly feel like failures, what if we created a version of a routine that actually made sense for our insanely busy life? So I want you to try this. And if you do, I want you to send me a message or tag me and just tell me how it's going because you're going to be so amazed by the momentum that you can build when you lower the threshold a little bit to actually make sense for you. It's actually amazing what can happen when we build routines that work for us instead of against us. So cannot wait to hear how this feels for you. On Wednesday, I have another nursing friend that I'm bringing onto the podcast. You guys are going to connect with her. You're going to love her. I can't wait to share this with you. But I will see you then. Until then, I love you. I am rooting for you. And you are doing incredible things. I'll see you on Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening in and committing to your growth in a world that is telling you to stay small. Seriously, it means the absolute world to me. If this episode hit home for you, it would be amazing if you could share it with your friends or fellow caregivers and tag me at Ashley O Show so that I can personally thank you. That way we can build an army of nurses, healthcare workers, and caregivers who are changing the narrative around what is possible and healing the system from the ground up. I will see you next time. I love you and I am always rooting for you.